Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 80 of the IoT for All podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Chacon, and today's guests are Bassam Zarkut and Jacques Durand, who join us to talk about the Industrial Internet Consortium, and they share some of their recent findings in their Enabling Digital Transformation with IoT Performance and Properties Management white paper. They speak to some of the differences between developing IoT for industrial and consumer products, the role that standards play in the IoT ecosystem, and the importance of defining and redefining measurements and metrics throughout the stages of IoT development. I think you'll find a lot of value in this episode, uh, particularly it is a lot of always a lot of fun to talk with two different guests at once. Um, they share a lot of insights into what the ISC does, how the ISC can help organizations out there, how to be a part of the ISC if that's what you're interested in, um, as well as just some general overviews on different approaches in building IoT um, solutions, especially as you compare it to consumer versus, let's say, enterprise or industrial, uh, how methodologies methodologies change, what technologies are used, um, all that kind of good stuff. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the IoT for All podcast. Welcome, Jacques and Bassam to the IoT for All podcast. How's, uh, how are things going on your end? Quite fine. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Everything is fine. Wonderful. It's great to have you both here. Excited for this conversation. Um, I think the best way to start this out would be to have you both give a quick introduction about yourself, a little bit of your background, kind of where you came from, how you got involved with uh, IIC, uh, the Industrial Internet Consortium, and then we can kind of take the conversation from there. So, Jacques, you want to go ahead and start with that? Yes, uh, indeed. Uh, <clears throat> until recently, I was a director of IoT Engineering and Standards at Fujitsu America. Um, that's a research and development position. Um, my main focus during the last six years at Fujitsu has been on industrial IoT and the Industrial Internet Consortium, IIC. Uh, in this consortium, I was on the steering committee and also chair of a working group focused on both the methodology and the business aspect. And I'm one of the primary authors of the paper Enabling Digital Transformation with IoT Performance and Properties Measurement, the paper we discussed today. Fantastic. Yes, um, I was a chief technology officer and chief uh, strategy officer of a company uh, in Geneva, Switzerland called RSD. I'm based in Canada and Ottawa. So for eight years, I was their CTO and CSO. And uh, we developed um, a corporate information governance platform that can govern information, corporate information in place. Um, uh, since I left uh, RSD, I founded IGN Power to focus on applying that same concept uh, to the industrial IoT space. Uh, at the IIC, I'm the co-chair of the Digital Transformation Working Group, okay. and I'm one of the contributors to this paper. Fantastic. Uh, if, if you wouldn't mind just one of you taking a second and just giving a, giving a high-level overview of the Industrial Internet Consortium, kind of what IIC is. Um, I, I have heard of it many times. I've come across a lot of content from it, um, but it'd be great if you could just give our audience a quick overview of what the organization is about and the overall focus. Sure. Uh, so the IIC is a six-year-old uh, organization, global organization. It's membership-based, and the objective, uh, the, aim, the mission of the uh, organization is to accelerate the adoption of the industrial internet. Uh, more recently, we have increased the focus on the digital transformation in industry uh, domain. Uh, the members of the organization belong to small and large companies, uh, public and private uh, universities, government agencies, etc. Okay. And we 
we focus on uh, developing best practices and architectural guidelines for, for the industry. Fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about this paper you all have kind of already brought up on digital transformation. At a high level, what, what was it about and kind of what were the main findings that came from it? Yeah, so it's uh, the paper was about uh, <coughs> the the importance of uh, de- defining metrics and measurement for uh, for um, IoT projects. Uh, you know, it it was I should say it, I, I should add maybe a, a few words about uh, to what Bassam said about uh, the IIC. One of the key. Uh, uh, product or output of IIC are test beds, what we call test beds. And these are pilot projects, uh, if you want. It's more commonly understood as some, okay, some okay. form of pilot project. And uh, and these uh, these pilot projects, the goal is to generate some best practices um, in the IoT space. Um, and uh, so we, we did... Uh, in IIC developed about, uh, you know, 30 uh, such test beds. And uh, in on our side, uh, Bassam and myself, we, we looked at the result of these test beds. And uh, we, so we produced some, some analysis report on the test bed result and on the best practices coming out of these test beds. And, uh, and these practices showed us how important it is to, to define metrics and measurements at different uh, stage in the life cycle of these test beds when developing IoT solution. And that led in turn to the writing of this paper. So we'll talk a little bit more about it. Like, so, you're, so when you say test beds, you're talking about more like pilots. Were there specific use cases or um, specific industries within the industrial space that you all are focused on for these test beds? Well, we are open to any industry sector. Um, over the 30 test beds or so that have been developed, uh, a lot of them, well, s- s- there is definitely a dominant part of these test beds about manufacturing, which is one of the most um, mature IoT space, as you know. There are also test beds in the energy sector, healthcare, uh, transportation, and smart cities, smart buildings. Uh, Okay. And when it comes to the best practices that you kind of, you were able to pull from, from these test beds and kind of monitoring these, these pilots, what, what were some of the main best practices that you pulled out that maybe were kind of, um, I guess, surprising or new to, to you all, um, that, that may be not as, as commonly known to our audience? Uh, it's hard to speculate what is known from the audience, but, uh, <laughs> what we, what we realized early on is something that is a bit that was maybe a surprise in the is the importance of partnerships when you put together an IoT solution. Typically, a single company cannot do it all by itself, and, uh, and that's where, in fact, the consortium like IIC proved to be very useful because that's where you find an ecosystem to find partners, to find the expertise, mm-hmm. to talk to other consortium and standard groups. Uh, you know, so that we realize that that partnerships are important, and by partnerships, I mean. Um, to, to create a solution, you need like a, a team of with that includes the end customers, technolo- other technology vendors. Uh, that includes also uh, uh, possibly some third parties like uh, experts in different areas in technologies in compliance and uh, service providers and, and so integrators. And all the all, all of these people have to work together. Um, and they have to collaborate and to understand, to share the same goals. Uh, and th- that means that you have to define um, precisely what are the objectives that everybody agrees on at some point. 
And that's where we find that defining metrics, you know, how much improvement you want, for instance, in quality control, or uh, what, what, what would be the threshold beyond uh, beyond which you will, will you will uh, declare success, uh, you know, the, and of, of also the you know the monitoring of uh, um, undesirable effects. You know, you have to monitor not just the, uh, the the positive but also the negative. You know, when you know how risk you don't want to take, uh, what what costs should not be exceeded. That makes sense. And, 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 and Ryan, just one, one added comment here. Uh, you will hear us, Jacques and myself, uh, mention industry and industrial. I think it's important to define what it means for us within the IIC. Uh, when we say industrial internet or digital transformation industry, we are referring to things that are not consumer-oriented, and and things that have a digital to physical world boundary. So IT uh, where they connect with each other. So if, if uh, a if, if financial bank that goes through digital transformation for us, it's not part of our scope. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask you. So I, I know a lot of times when we hear, especially um, when we talk about IoT and the different kind of sectors of IoT, we talk about consumer IoT. So you know, wearables, smart devices, and so forth on that along that line, um, stuff for your home, etc. We talk about enterprise IoT, so more business to business or business to business to then consumer type engagements, and then we talk about industrial IoT, so manufacturing and those types of things. So are you all? So you guys are more focused on that industrial piece, so more the manufacturing those kind of areas and 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 enterprise as long as there is a, a digital to physical world uh, right okay makes sense so i guess when you yeah. when you're thinking about industrial or enterprise iot as it compares to consumer or this consumer side of things how do you view the methodology or kind of the approach to solution development different between those two segments. And I'm sure it's a variety of different ways or different kind of factors here, but just kind of at a high level, how would you define the, the methodology and the approach being different from consumer? I'll, I'll start here with a, just a, a, a few remarks. Um, what we saw, especially in the test bed, you know, all the test beds that we, that we, developing IIC are industrial test bed. They have to operate in industrial context. And uh, the, uh, the, the, what we call the brownfield conditions, you know, the existing conditions are all different and of course, very important. And they, 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 there is a lot of pushback into changing things because you are affecting industrial process. So you have to pay very much attention to the brownfield conditions, to the existing uh, industrial process, you must understand them as much as we as you can, and spend time to understand that, and not just rush to develop a flashy demo. So that, that that's a big difference with the uh, you know the consumer IoT. And another added element, um, Ryan, is the importance of safety within uh, this that we focus on. Uh, safety is a critical uh, consideration, sometimes uh, being more important than security or some of the other considerations. That's that's a very good point. I think we all talk and hear a lot about security and the value there, but I do believe and understand kind of where you're coming from when it comes to more industrial enterprise focus applications versus consumer. The That safety element is, is much 
more of a higher stake and something that really needs to be thought about because, you know, wearing a wearable is a little, the safety risk is probably not as high as putting in some kind of automated system within a, within a warehouse or in a manufacturing plant that, you know, that, that can definitely um, cause some problems if it's not done correctly. So kind of as we expand on the difference between these kind of two areas of IOT, when we talk about technology a bit more, where, what do you see has been kind of the difference between the two different stacks when it comes to the different technologies that are kind of, I guess, becoming the most popular, the most widely used or adopted within enterprise and industrial versus, you know, what we hear about and see in the consumer side. Well, one, one of the big, another big difference we see is uh, that in that, in an industrial context, uh, the IOT, the you know the connection aspect of uh, the digital with the the physical, is much more diverse. And certainly, there is a lot of legacy equipment, old equipment. In, for instance, in manufacturing or in energy, uh, they are you have to deal with what's there. And uh, unless with you know in consumer IOT, uh, certainly you don't have to deal with um, having to add sensors to old, to an old fridge, for instance, uh, that, that you, you just buy the fridge that is equipped with the right sensors. Uh, but in industry, uh, you have to deal with existing equipment with the, the legacy uh, material. Yes. And okay. that's what we call brownfield. Yeah. So that's very challenging, typically. Yeah. So, sorry, one, one, just one added comment here is that in addition to that, you have the uh, in in the industrial space, uh, you have uh, legacy structures within the organization also that uh, have been dealing for a long time, for example, with uh, existing systems, and now you are IoT enabling them, and you of taking performance measurements in order to achieve higher goals within a digital transformation strategy, for example. So that is an organizational challenge. Sure. Yeah, I, I completely understand. I think the, the legacy system point is very, very well, well taken. And it's not something that as at least in most consumer applications, you have to worry about. Uh, but trying to build in a digital transformation strategy, you have to include and be taking into account the um, the legacy systems and kind of the existing infrastructure that's in place and using that as a way to also justify and understand the ROI attached to any of these projects. Mm-hmm. How does, um, how do standards and kind of the overall architecture play in from a, uh, play in, I guess, to the overall strategy around building solutions into an existing infrastructure? Yeah, typically you, you know, several standards are involved at different mm-hmm. levels. Uh, you know, we all know about the connectivity standards such as MQTT and, and more uh, go up and so, uh, but uh, what we, so standards have to be um, used. Absolutely. But that's only a small part of the interoperability uh, dilemma or, uh, or issue. Uh, typically, what we see as you climb the stacks in uh, IoT systems, um, when you reach, you know, how to assemble components and more um, when you rise above the connectivity aspect, um, 
you find very useful the use of platform, uh, data analysis platform or, or data collection platforms or analytics. Uh, you know, the concept of platform uh, become essential into integrating and bringing interoperability between different subsystems. So the concept of platform is very important. Another very important aspect that, uh, that uh, we understood in IIC is actually the... Uh, the importance of best practices. So here we stay a little bit. Um, we don't get to. We don't define really standards, but best practices. How, how to, you know, in, for such problem, what 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 is the best architectures? This kind of thing. Another aspect is also the integration of existing standards. Uh, you know, and that's where uh, indeed when when you talk of solutions of deploying solutions, you don't talk of defining standards, but you talk more about how to integrate existing standards, and that's a big part of the interoperability and the the okay. ability to compose uh, subsystems into an IoT solution. In in addition to that, uh, uh, Ryan, you have uh, because of the d- different elements of the organization and, and practices that are involved in the IoT solution, such as safety, such as reliability, these also have their own standards. And very often, uh, those standards uh, are not 100% aligned with the technology standards that um, Jacques has been referring to. So it's a bit of a black art uh, to look at all these standards and and devise and chart your way forward with the solution. So how does um, IIC kind of help companies navigate those different standards? Um, Maybe it's not so much helping companies, but maybe as a group kind of looking at the different standards that are out there and deciding which ones kind of become the ones you focus on and utilize when um, working with customers from a partnership standpoint. Yeah, for... um so again, some of our some of our test beds are actually focused on how to use standards or how to complement standards or how to extend them in a in a proper way. Um, in very few instances, uh, some test beds have gone to standard organizations and say, "This is our requirements, and we would love standards. You know that you help us to define standards in this area." For instance, again, in, in for instance, in the, in the geolocation aspect, uh, you know there are different ways to locate physical assets. Uh, they have their pros and cons. They they work in some environment and not in others. And when you have a situation where you need to track assets in a very diverse, um, uh, in very diverse set of 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 environments at the same time, uh, you need to inter- to integrate these geolocation standards, and uh, and that leads to an extension or an, a new standards for integrating existing standards. That, that, that's one case. And and in ad- also in addition to that, um, in the paper we uh, uh, cover a bit the concept of trustworthiness of systems, and we've defined that uh, property of a system as uh, the amalgamation of uh, security, privacy, reliability, safety, and resilience. And at the IIC, we 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 have quite a quite a number of of uh, uh, documents and white papers that explore these um, these five elements of trustworthiness, and we dig deeper into how they interrelate with each other and how they impact the okay. overall IoT system. Yeah, absolutely. So that helps uh, the uh, yeah. We, I th- uh, Ryan, I think we, we could, uh, just to summarize the, the position of IIC about standards, IIC 
from the beginning decided not to compete with standard organizations, so does not define standards, but there is so much work to do around existing standards, as I mentioned, you, you need to profile standards for a, a, a typical use in typical situation. Uh, that is, you know, choose which kind of options to use. You need to integrate standards um, and you need to generate uh, requirements for uh, extensions or for new standards. And IIC has been doing that, generating requirements for, st for standards, for, uh, you know, standard defining organization to take over. Okay. Now, when you have um, kind of gone through the process of building out these test beds, building out these pilots, and just your general experience working with a variety, I'm sure, of different companies in different, different use cases and applications, what advice would you have for um, audiences or audience members out there that are listening who are looking to begin their digital transformation journey, you know, starting with a pilot, you know, how, how would you kind of advise them on the best path to be successful um, in an enterprise or industrial IoT application? Yeah, they, what we, well, there are several, several, um, best practices that we recommended in another paper about testbed results. You know, we did a kind of comprehensive analysis of uh, the results produced by our IRC testbed. And there, there were a few, uh, definitely a few best practices or a few mistakes not to do. Um, the first thing is, um, as, as we mentioned before, uh, the importance of to gather a good team of of uh, of experts um, that will help you understand uh, you know uh, the, the 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 full situation the full uh, industrial situation to deal with you have to gather the right expertise to do that um, not not just see it as a vendor a customer relationship you know with a single vendor and a and a, and a customer to deal with uh, so that's one thing um, other uh, things that we found, other mistakes, for instance, uh, not to do is to commit too early um, to some business objectives. You know, it's, it's very tempting. The customer that wants to see some business relevant results. But um, what we find, found out um, on in, with our testbed is that we are dealing with new technologies or technologies that may be uh, mature enough, but have not been really tested in industrial environment. And, and that means uh, that uh, this technology needs to be uh, you need to kick the tires. You, you need to test them in the real industrial environment. You need to decide which one to use, which one not to use. And that means that typically a project or a pilot, as we saw it, had to make room for an in investigation phase uh, or what you call a, a pre-pilot. In other words, you need to spend time and and get everybody understand, and especially your management, so that you need to spend time to, you know, to try the technologies, to figure out to which one to choose uh, and how. And that should be uh, separated from the business goals. In other words, there, there will be two phases, a pre-pilot phase where you test the technologies and then a pilot phase where you define business meaningful goals. And that's, you know, the management will be interested in that, but there has to be this first part. And it, it should not be bypassed. Yeah, you also need to um, uh, determine early on whether this IoT system is an IoT system by itself or is it implemented within the context of a digital transformation journey? Because there may be some additional requirements that may not be strictly required for the IoT system, but they are needed 
because now you're doing things within the context of a digital transformation. Now, do, do you, how often do you see confusion or kind of, I guess, contradicting views when it comes to, let's say, the people on the ground who are actually working to build these solutions, test the solutions, understand the technology, and then trying to interact or engage with, let's say, upper management who maybe not as familiar with day-to-day activities from a um, you know, technology perspective. Do you see oftentimes there's kind of any friction or butting of heads when it comes to understanding what's needed versus what the organization is trying to kind of just overall accomplish from maybe an ROI perspective or just from a high-level organizational standpoint? We have seen some of that in, in our test beds. Uh, you know, the upper management uh, has definitely some goals and expectations that uh, that sometimes, uh, you know, you need to adjust in terms of how realistic that is. Um, but uh, they, I, they, they, we have seen more frictions between the IT side of the expertise and the OT, operational technologies, you know, the, and the people on, in the field. Uh, the, that's where we see m- most of the challenge, uh, if you want, in terms of, uh, uh communication, okay. uh, each side has to understand what the other wants and what the other can do uh, and cannot do. And that, that's more than, than with the management, you know, that's, uh, that's more the, the issue. But by its nature, IOT, especially IOT within the context of digital transformation, and requires a cross-functional approach with an or a, 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 a an organization uh, that involves people from different silos within the company, and uh, understanding this dynamic is very important, uh, both from an operational point of view, from a budget point of view, and from a stakeholders point of view. Responsibility: who's going to sponsor, who's going, who, who owns the end result, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I, I I could give you, uh, Ryan. Sorry, but I I could give you a short, a short list of uh, of areas where we have seen challenges uh, in when when um, uh, developing these pilot projects. Uh, first, uh, first challenging area is uh, uh, it seems uh, you know it seems obvious, but it's uh, how to define requirements. What 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 do we want to do to improve an existing process? And, and that's not always straightforward, you know, and people say, if you can't measure it, you can't improve it. So that's, that's an area where first you need to define what to measure. And, and from there, uh, what, how can it, can it be improved? Uh, so that's, uh, uh, and the part is uh, the difficult part is how to improve it. You know, experts in the field typically they know where they feel where they have some some defective process or where th- what things could be improved. You know, uh, you know, for instance, uh, lower defect rate or uh, um, diminish uh, you know reduce the lead time of production, things like that. But uh, okay. how to do that? Everybody is in the dark, and you need to monitor quite a bit and do some investigation to figure that out. Another area is, as I mentioned before, is to align. Another challenging area is to make sure that everybody is on the same page and align stakeholder expectations. So we have talked about that. Uh, I'm speaking here at uh, what we saw in the in the test beds. You know that that's what has been recurring concern. Another one is uh, to manage the constraint and trade offs in an industrial context. In other words. 
uh, as we said, brownfield conditions are complex. And changing one part of an industrial process can break another part or break some other goals and undesirable uh, effects must be measured as well, not just uh, toward the goal you want to achieve, but what, what are you breaking aside uh, you know, your projects if you, if you go too fast? Um, so, so it's not just operational performance, but as Bassam mentioned, uh, also taking care of not of preserving some properties like security, safety, privacy, resilience, reliability, and more than that, you know, they are all, all of these five groups of uh, properties are called, uh, the, we call that trustworthiness properties, but other properties like manageability, transparency, scalability, adaptability. Uh, so we need to define goals for these and understand what are the risks, how much costs, and we can tolerate. So that's, that's an area okay. of challenge number three uh, that I'm in my short list. Challenge number, number four is managing complexity. Uh, as a way to break down complexity, you can rely on third-party services or shared resources with other systems. And that means that the governance of your, uh, of your IoT solution becomes fragmented. This in turn requires agreements and contracts between parties. And that's where uh, you need to measure how, you know, how much you need to measure and to monitor these agreements. Um, and, and that's, that's another challenge. You know, you, you are not in control of 100% of your system. You have to deal with partners and service. Yeah. So uh, I guess, um, you know, we talking about partners and we've talked about this many times on the podcast before about the importance of partners in any type of IoT solution development um, lifecycle, just because you know, companies can't do everything themselves. A, a IoT solution or system is um, very complex. It goes from everything from hardware to connectivity to the cloud to, you know, it, it, the user interface and so forth. And the, so the stacks are, you know, do vary and understanding enough to be dangerous as possible by a lot of organizations, but understanding enough to actually build it yourself is not usually recommended the route to go. So what advice do you have for organizations out there looking to get started and understanding the partnership approach? How would they, how do you recommend they kind of just get started down that partnership path? Is that a, you know, get in touch with organizations within the IIC? Is it talk to one specific type of company, like a systems integrator type company first, and then they'll help bring the partners in? Like, how do you recommend companies kind of just get started because it will require a lot of, you know, moving pieces and a lot of different organizations' hands being involved in the process to, to kind of get off the ground. Yeah, without trying to, without sounding like a salesman for IIC, I would say that uh, uh, participation into a consortium, uh, you know, that really uh, uh, re represents an ecosystem for, for, for this uh, for, for, for the IoT area is important. In other words, that's where you will find partners, uh, you know, expertise and customers as well. Uh, so that, 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 that's where you can find, uh, you know, what's, what's needed, all the ingredients to build a partnership, uh, you know, including the, the, the methodology and, sure. and the best practices. Okay. And, and uh, Ryan, we, uh, within the IIC, there are a number of tools that are being, uh, uh, many of them are available already, and there will be additional tools uh, that will become, go online. There is a community forum where people can interact and ask questions and get to know 
you know, different parties and so on. Um, there are other tools that are in the works that will uh, make the IIC a, a even more attractive as an environment to get engaged with and and uh, participate in its activities. And that would help you define your requirements and, um, you know, that's great. That, that, that advice is super helpful. And that's why I wanted to kind of touch on that before we, before we wrapped up here. So in, in order for organizations to kind of learn a little bit more, get in touch, um, to kind of start working with, with the IIC, uh, what's the best way to do that? And then on the other side, if there are organizations that were looking to kind of be involved from a, you know, partnership standpoint, how, what's the best approach there? Well, uh, I mean, start with the IIC website, uh, look at the existing list of members. Um, the IIC website is iiconsortium.org. Uh, go on the community forum, see who's involved in the discussions, what kind of discussions are ongoing, what are people saying about certain requirements, get to know the people, reach out to them, Okay, things like that. And if you are a member of an, uh, another uh, organization, like, you know, an industry, an industrial organization, um, uh, talk to your, uh, to your colleagues and, and, and management of these organizations to uh, possibly liaise, uh, you know, create a liaison with IIC. And we've seen, you know, we have more, many dozens of organizations that have established liaison with IIC. And that makes it possible, even without being a member of IIC, you will get access and, and insight into the work. Okay. So Fantastic. Well, this has been truly insightful, especially um, on my end. I, I obviously, I've, I've heard of the IIC. I understand at a high level what you all do, but it was great to kind of introduce our audience to kind of the approach you all take, the methodology, you know, how you differ from just working with, you know, a single organization that really becomes that kind of group and partnership approach, I think is, is much more um, felt when you work with a group, with an organization like, um, the IIC. So I really appreciate both of your time and kind of talking through this, talking about, you know, the different pieces of advice you have for organizations looking to get started on their journey, how these pilots help, you know, the paper you all wrote, um, and those best practices that you learned have been fantastic. I'll make sure we, we, um, we share that paper in our, um, in the, once we post the recording, uh, we'll make sure our audience has access to that. So they're able to kind of get a sense of, of more detail on, on how this could help them. So, um, other than that, um, are there any, is there any kind of like, I guess, sides of the paper, uh, anything that's new and upcoming that's coming out of the IIC anytime soon that we should be on the lookout for? Well, I will, I will advertise my other paper that I published recently with uh, a number of colleagues, and that's on digital transformation in, in industry. It's a companion paper to this and complements the story of digital transformation in industry and how um, trustworthiness and measurements uh, play into that as well. That paper is also published and it's on. And on my side, Ryan, I would uh, recommend again to go to the testbed results paper that was published just a few months ago. Uh, that gives you all the, you know, a, a good uh, a good summary of best practices derived from these test beds. Okay, fantastic. All right, we'll make sure we, we share all that and get get all the information out to our audience. Again, appreciate both of y'all's time um, and kind of speaking with me today and kind of, you know, updating our audience on what's going on over at the IIC, informing them about what's all about and how they can get involved. So um, appreciate your time and hopefully have you guys back sometime in the future to talk about any new developments or happenings going on um, on your side. Thank you. Thank you very much.
All right, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the IoT for All podcast. Hope you found a lot of value in it. If you did, please, please, please leave a rating or review on whichever platform you're listening to us on, um, as well as feel free to subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already done so, or our newsletter or social media, so you get the latest episodes as soon as they become available. Other than that, if you have anybody you'd like to see as a guest on the IoT for All podcast, please feel free to um, shoot me an email at ryan at iotforall.com, and we'll do everything we can to get them on the show. But other than that, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.